grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Happy Friday, everybody. Aloha Friday, we'll call it. Casual Friday, whatever you want to call it. But uh, happy, happy, happy. Come on. Okay. The buttons aren't working today. How is everybody? Hopefully you're good. Spring? For a lot of you, it's spring. For me, it's hell. It's turning into hell. Every day the temperature goes up. But you know what? We're going to have a hot weekend, but then it's going to go back down into the mid-80s. So I'm happy with that. We're going to hit the 90s this weekend. But, uh, you know, all I see creeping up is finishing my yard work and then hell, hell on earth. All right. You know, Arizona is different. Arizona is, is, it's a different kind of heat. Nancy lived there. She could vouch for that. Arizona is a different kind of heat than it is here. This is a miserable heat when it hits. Oh, you know what? My name is, <laughs> myself. my name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. Maybe more. See how we go. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state, which means we can get to you if you think you might have a paranormal issue. And because California is a huge state, we can't always get to you right away. But we have lovely mediums on staff who can call you and talk, talk to you about what you, what, what you feel is going on. And in most cases, they can settle things down until we get out there. So that's one plus of uh, utilizing us. Plus, we're good at what we do. Okay, now back to what I was talking about. Anyway, the heat in Sacramento, you go, there's like, we have about a month of spring and that's it. You know, at least with Arizona, you know what you're getting. It's either hot or it's not so hot. I mean, it's not going to, you're not going to freeze to death in Arizona. Here you freeze to death. So you go from one extreme to the other. It gets so cold here, it doesn't, it can't snow. Okay, so that's, that's our winters. Cold and rainy and windy. And then we have about a month of happiness. Ah, like we're, not, you know, like, like, like we're having kind of off and on this month, and then boom, it's hell. It's hell. You're looking at anywhere from 91 to 115, 20, 120 degrees. It's horrible. It's horrible. That's why Arizona, to me, is a lot more drier. It's, 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 it's hot, but at least you know what you're getting. Here, you don't know what you're getting, right? Okay. Anyway, today's show with Nancy Matz, it's Friday, right? We're going to be talking about ghost attachments. And knowing what, what's attached to you. I mean, that's a big issue. You know, you feel like you've got something with you and you just don't know who or what it might be. So we're going to be talking about that kind of thing today. All right. So if you're watching from Facebook today and you like what you hear and you haven't done so already, please be sure to hit that follow button and uh, show me some love. Give me some thumbs up. Give me some hearts, some smileys, things like that. Because what happens is there's an algorithm on Facebook and in that algorithm, the more happy, the, the, the more hearts and happy stuff that you have, the higher the, the video will go in the algorithm, which means it reaches a lot of people, okay, a lot more people. Same thing with YouTube. Show me some love on YouTube. Hit those smiley buttons. Hit those hearts. Hit those thumbs up. Let us know. You know, even comment. Let, let us know what you think of the show. Be honest. I, I can take it. I can take it. But uh, that also helps with the algorithm over on YouTube, okay? So help us out there. And if you haven't done so already on YouTube, Feel free, to, feel free to subscribe. I've got 599 subscribers. I am shooting for 700 by mid-next week. Let's see if we can do that. 
how do you do that? You do that by sharing. So as you're watching us today, you know, it's the, here. hi, Kelly. Hey, Kelly Cron is with us. We haven't seen her in a while. Hello, Kelly. Um, if you're watching today and you have friends you think who would enjoy the show, share with them right away. Okay? Share with them right away. And maybe they'll subscribe. The more the merrier, right? That's what we're looking for. Okay. That being said, I'm going to bring Nancy on in. And uh, we're going to start this chat off. And uh, I've had a grand afternoon. I, I, I just got off. And I know Nancy's going to roll her eyes on this one. There's this... Um, team of uh, podcasters that I listen to who uh, cover Disneyland and Disney World, and they're very, very thorough with their research. And this is like the 10th week or 15th week they've been uh, covering the Jungle Cruise at, 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 at both lands. So it's really in-depth, and I'm learning so much. It's so fun to listen to them because they kind of have the kind of rapport that Nancy and I have, where they go back and forth, and it's, it's really funny. You know? So, all right, let me bring Nancy in without further ado. And see, I've got my aloha on today, so we're rolling right along. Here we go. I, I miss what the name of the group is. You said you had a couple you listened to? Yeah, there's a couple I listened to. Uh, her name is Disney Cicerone, and his name is Walrus Carp Clothing. And, and the name of? And there's a, they don't name their show. It's just something they do every, every Friday. And they're both very thorough in their research, and it's fascinating because they talk about every ride at the park, you know, all the parks, all, all the main real popular rides. And they know all the ins and outs. Because oh, so we're talking Disneyland again? <laughs> it's really cool because, I mean, like, I learned so much today about the Jungle Cruise. So, you know. Oh, Jungle Cruise. That's the word I was, I couldn't just, hear the word. It was just fun to listen to because cause they're like us. They go back and forth, you know, and so it, it's really yeah. fun. But we got 25 fun. years or 26, <laughs> 27 yeah. years. It's a long time. It's a long time. A lot of, uh, a lot of changes, a lot, a lot of things. I got the light of God on tonight, too. Pardon me? Because that other light I had died, and so I never got the light replacement, but I had that little mini light I use on my phone for TikTok. Okay. When I'm out in the field. I call it the light of God because it's so bright. So it's, <laughs> off to my, it's off to my left. That's why you can see the back a lot better. But it's called the light of God. And that's the low my, setting. So my lighting is changing here, too. I put a, a solar light kind of like Ooh. on one side. And it, it's better than the ones that you get the round but anyway, to, to get going on this, I have a yes. pretty complex topic tonight, everybody. And Let's I'm going it. to start out lighter, and then I'm going to go difficult. And so with that, um, well, Char and I have talked to possessions and ghost investigations. And a lot of times the comments are, we don't want to bring somebody home with us. And so there's a fine line of doing an investigation, figuring out who's there, what's there. And then determining that you haven't got it mad, it's going to follow you, or right. you're too sympathetic and too nice, and they go, oh, let's follow them home. And it has a lot to do with how you as a human being react to the world. If you go there sick, or you have been emotionally beat up by a partner, or you just got fired, you don't want to do that. You don't want to go somewhere where there's emotionally ill people. So the title tonight, uh, what is attached to you? I'd like to add the word possessing you because that goes hand in hand you can have an attachment that likes you so much they just want to be part of you and they just move right in and i'm going to bring a couple up that <clears throat> karen rossing and i are putting a book together and life is difficult you know she's had some family issues i did i have illness and now other things are happening so we are going to get to it we're going to finish it long as with 
everything I've done with Char, I will compile it and put it in a book too. So it's kind of a good year for putting that knowledge together. Um, and Karen and I are putting this book together of all the clients that she, of the ones that we've discussed together. And we might be up to 36 or 37 because in the last few weeks we had one or two more too, I think. And it's absolutely astounding to me the configurations and the situations that we humans put ourselves into to even allow a spirit to become part of us. As many people as you can think of this second that are a little off the rocker, a little uh, need some more meds than they've been taken. <laughs> <laughs> really happy <laughs> did I wear that good <laughs> who maybe you remember you said some in the family they died and I was glad about it because they were just excuse me blank blank people right all right, right. they yeah right and so yes family show everybody I'm trying to make a family here as you are you may come go into spirit being that kind of person and uh you never know for sure how you really are until you put under stress. And a lot of times stress cracks us. And there's a lot of institutions and facilities for people to recover from life's tribulations. And what if they pass away in the midst of it? What is sanity? What is neediness? What is um, abuse? What is uh, trauma? And all those things add up on our person. And as you are as a person, how you deal with it is a reason we've come to planet earth or i'll word it differently to a flesh existence because we're not the only one everybody knows that right by the time we start admitting to that there's other planetary systems with other uh life forms and you go well how come you're speaking of the a word and and spirit and the thing is that as a spirit person and we haven't even talked about these things oh my gosh i, I if i told you the stories we'll do it sometime Char, we'll do it sometime. Talk about the spirits that have passed over and they're talking to me. This young man, Susan and Jason, I'm going to put a whole book together. I mean, I got nine so far and a couple of others I just thought of. <laughs> Jason was a lovely young man that got killed by a drunk driver. And I actually grieved. So I was entertained on a cruise ship when this all happened. I come back and this message on my phone broke my heart. It was October 20th or 22nd of... Um, Oh my gosh, 92, I think it was when Jason got hit by a drunk driver. And after a while, one day she comes to my home and she says, you got to find that Jason. What's wrong? Well, he won't come. I've been calling him and he's so good most of the time. I can feel him. I said, I thought to myself, oh my God, I hope I get him. <laughs> if I can't get him, I'm in trouble. Like, where is he? And I sat down and I tried to put my mind to him. And he says, Tell my mother to leave me alone. <laughs> you go, oh my gosh, where are you, Jason? And I've told this before. And sometimes I have to be careful. I do repeat, but I don't always have permission to talk about the ones that are really juicy. So mm -hmm. Karen and I will talk. And he was a, a, a bigger boy. He was 17, six foot um, husky. And he was pretending to be Superman. I'll put my arm Can I get my notes here out of the way so I can see if I don't want to embarrass myself? Um, Superman, ba -bum, ba -bum. and he was in the cosmos somewhere. How how do I even connect to somebody? Well, you can do that because she was thinking of him, but he was ignoring her. So I followed her life force to him, and there's no space, time, and distance 
when you're talking about spirit people. I have clients all over the planet and they talk about family members as spirit kind and I instantly go to them after so many years, you, you switch as a loser, <laughs> not loose, loose, <laughs> but tangible where you can move quickly. And so I do. And he was, da -da -da. I'm in space. I go, where are you? She, he says, look at me, look around me. And he let me see the cosmos where he was. And I, I was aghast because the colors that we see from the Hubble aren't as clear and pretty as what is out there. And he was visiting other planetary systems. I'd never seen that before. It's almost like the first time, oh, I'm bringing up a book, Out on a Limb by Shirley MacLaine. And in that book was the first time that what I was doing, someone actually said. So she says, I was sitting in another Peru, Central America, somewhere, and I was on a spa on top of a mountain. All of a sudden, I lifted myself out of the body into the cosmos and could look down on the planet. Well, I've been doing that for a while, everybody. <laughs> And I read that and I go, oh, that's what I'm doing. And so when I do meditate, when I sit down and meditate, which is never, ever, I could just pop myself on my body very easily. Boop, I'm gone. Come up right on my shoulders. And I can get into the cosmos. So one of my meditations, and I'm going to a point, everybody, really, uh, the meditation, I say to people, okay, why don't you relax? And then I step them out of our bodies into the hemisphere into the outer outer past the moon and at some point I get them so far out and I say try to find you on the planet I can't well, then I say and how big is your problem <laughs> you can't see the planet you can't see you well then your problem is not very big and so when we leave our body I've had people say, oh, that civil cord is following you everywhere. Well, I've looked there and I can't see no civil cord. <laughs> Shirley MacLaine I think could and I've been out and about and I think that if there is it's so small I that I'm fine like a hair width that we can't see it I don't know but I've never had trouble getting back to my body except for that one time I fell out to Char and I talked about parallel universe fell out of my body I was packing one summer into that strange place and uh that was the only time I worried I thought hmm am I here permanent <laughs> that would not be a nice place to be but when I left my body and when I do this, that's what Jason was doing. He was visiting Cosmos, but it was no link to the planet other than what his mother. And I said, just check with your mom once in a while. And as the dreams may come, uh, can come, but dreams may come, I think it's called. Right. Yeah. When, <clears throat> right. Uh, you, in that movie, all the people on the planet, you know, it was such a beautiful movie. I, I recommend it to everybody how he travels. Well, the point was, is that as you think of somebody, as we think of my mom who left in 09, she can hear and she can pop in that fast. No matter where in the cosmos or time she is. Now, when we talk about leaving our body, I'm going to bring this up. When we want to go back, is there someone there? <laughs> Are you checking? When my mother comes to visit, does she become part of me? Oh, I love you, Nancy. You do so, You have so much fun doing this. Well, can she stay? So I want to bring up a couple of things. And last week, I told everybody, I had tried to find a movie called Down a Dark Hall 2020. And when I found it, it was a rent or buy. And I think just recently, they changed the status of that. Down a Dark Hall talks of possession. It is really good. And it talks of one of the things that concerns people. And so everybody knows I had cancer, got divorced, changed the career. I also, during the cancer, had um, appendicitis, 
appendicitis attack. And I, I got myself to the hospital, called my husband up, by the way, I'm in the hospital, what? You're... So they didn't take it out because they didn't want, I had had two surgeries, I was going in for another one within two weeks. But while I was there, there was um, two or three of us at one end. At the other end <clears throat> was a young woman who was crying and calling all her family. And it was quite late at night. It was quite a lot of drama. I was very upset. And she'd been given a two-week notice that she was going to die in two weeks. And she was calling people to say that. And another friend of mine, um, Donna Vasquez, died in 2001. And she says, when you were in the hospital, she didn't know I was in for appendicitis also, as well as cancer. She says, was there anybody dying near you? Yes, there was. And she said to me, that woman was very intuitive. And you and her at night talked. And she gave you more abilities or taught you something. And I, I never could understand that because I look back and I never felt her with me. I never learned her name. I don't know how we can share. But how many of you have heard on YouTube, and I think it was on Ancient Aliens also, of a young, an older woman, she died in 85. I don't know. She was an Egyptian expert. <clears throat> As a child, she fell down some stairs and knocked herself out. And everybody thought she was going to die. They put her to bed and she woke up all happy. And it wasn't the girl that fell down the stairs. It was another girl that talked about her life in Egypt. And she became an absolute world expert. You know who I'm talking about, Shar? These names yeah. escape me because she did change her name. And she believed that she lived in the time of SETI. Now, what do we call that? Do we call that an attachment? Do we call that a walk-in? Do we take a possession all over her? Where is the, the little girl? What happened to her? So we have some questions that can come up and, or was this a past life? That was the other thing, my nose itches. Or was it a past life that was remembered and brought completely forward and now she's reliving that life in this time frame? It conjures up all kinds of ideas. And when I was writing this up the last few days, um, I thought, this is such a big topic. And, and when we think about it, a lot of people put just a light oh attachment what, what are you talking about you know how many people have felt their cat and dog uh larry and i we lived in tucson for a while and we lived in a house that had a little black a dog we thought it was a cat and larry would be watching tv and this animal small animal would jump off in the back of the couch and types back and forth and larry go they must have had a cat we found it was a little chihuahua that had passed away and evidently they had uh, been the couch been in the same place, and it was the first time we were amazed that this little person, little animal, was still there. Let alone that it was keeping Larry company. But as I told you, where we live now, we have gentlemen that Larry can hear all the time, and he he doesn't have a we have his name. I don't know if I should say it. Better not tonight. Anyway, Larry says he has a heavy foot. And he can tell the difference between the man's spouse, who also comes and goes. She must have been a very petite little foot. Little foot and big foot. <laughs> in fact, one night he gave him, calls me and he says, I'm going to give him a drink. Oh, you are? Friday night fights, you know? So I put a drink at the end of the couch and he could see the guy sit down. I mean, come on. Really? I don't think he's going to attach himself to my husband. But it's amazing that there is survival. And there's healthy spirits and there's unhealthy spirits. And then there are insane spirits. Mm -hmm. 
the healthy spirits, of course, are cat and dogs, right? And we can have them around us all the time. So get on there and see dark down a dark hall. And there are some, um, the actors, you'll recognize the names. I, I'm trying not to get all that stuff in my head. I have enough to do. Uh, Karen. Real quick, real quick, going back to what you, were, you talked about in the beginning about how you pick these things up. As a ghost hunter, as a rule with the ghost team, and I see Susan's, I see Jerry's out there and Susan's out there. One of the rules we have for paranormal investigating is if you're not feeling well. Oh, yeah. If you're pregnant <laughs> or there's some huge medical thing going on with you, you shouldn't come out because you're, because you're weakened at that point and you're more susceptible to picking something up, whether it's happy or negative. You're, you know, you're more susceptible. I can't even... I can't even th put together the thoughts in my mind about someone being pregnant. Who are you having the spoil soul that was around you? Or are you having the soul of the child that was there? Right. That sometimes right. the child soul, I felt the child, the soul before the woman gets pregnant. And, and many times mm -hmm. the people have called, I said, well, the soul's with you now, but that doesn't mean it joins early, could join late. What happened? Oh, I don't even want to think about that. That's that's a topic I can't do tonight. I'm going to go somewhere you know else with that. Uh, yeah, that kind of leads into another topic, you know, that we can do what? because I have a friend who dreamt of all of, of two of her children that she had before she had them. Right. Mm -hmm. So she knew exactly what the child was going to look like and everything because they came to her in a dream. Now, whether it was a wow. past life thing or something when they came to her, she knew exactly, you know, what the child was going to look like. And back that, then, I, I wasn't into this, so I thought it was hilarious. I just thought. <laughs> I, okay. I knew then the day, next day that I was pregnant, told my husband, my first husband, uh, that we were pregnant and it was the next morning. And I knew the sex. And in those years, <laughs> everybody at mobile, we didn't have sonograms. We had no idea. And in fact, uh, the first child was meant to be a boy. And, and when the shower, no girl thinks, you know, it was a... Right. It was a girl. She came out of girl. And I knew all the while. It was amazing. I want to get to my notes. I have a lot of information. Go so Karen it. and I write in this book. Yeah. Okay. Spirit attachments. And we talk about spirit animal and alien attachments. I have shared with you of the lady you heard uh, about some kittens. Um, so Karen calls me up about this lady. And I've already told you I'm going to go brief. Not everybody watch, listens to every 51, 52 shows I've had here. Um and she said, I can't sleep at night. I lay on my back and there's rumblings. <laughs> I go, rumblings? Everybody's got rumblings, honey. Anyway, when I put my mind to her, I saw three kittens. And they were tumbling in her tummy. So my friend Karen said, you're kidding. <laughs> really? And I go, it's, people say to me, how can you see this? How do you do a remote viewing? And when I've done readings in a, like groups uh stream yard or zoom i zoom is the group platform i use people say how do you do that and i always say it's there or it's not there you know you have to relax and allow yourself to see what is there and when i do that i put no ego in the way it's right there so and i said to her you need to talk to this lady and ask her if she's involved with kittens lately she calls me back screaming to the phone she said that a friend of hers had found some kittens and a mama on the side of the road. And they were in very, very poor shape. And this woman, as us moms are, I tell you, I have great grandbabies that are the cutest things of the whole four and seven now. And you just want to squeeze them. They're just kiss them up. Mother's Day, a lot of fun. 
I tell you, seeing those little girls. And so we have that mother instinct of keeping safe younger younger kids and babies and kittens. Anyway, this woman just grieved terrible, grieved terrible. She knew they were going to die and she just wanted to hold them. And you can visualize someone in a kind of cross-legged on the floor just holding kittens. Just She just wanted them to live so badly and they all died. She just wanted to protect them to the point of wishing them inside of her. She did not have an attachment. She had somewhere between a possession, an attachment. They became part of her because she wanted to protect them. And when Karen said, you won't believe what Nancy just had. And she says, you're kidding. Did you tell her? Anything? I said, no, I didn't know anything. And, and when someone hears something like that, it's like, can you believe it anyway? And a lot of us, including myself, up to maybe 20 years ago, I had a hard time. I've seen spirit people all the place. I couldn't believe that we really survived this mess. This is temporary. There is a life beyond this. And when I talk of cats and dogs losing you or the feeling of mom and dad coming around, people just take it <clears throat> at face value. They don't want to apply it to their own existence. <clears throat> Hold on, everybody. Mm. Boy, allergies, everybody. I'm trying not to take uh, too many meds here. Um, so I wanted to, so the woman had got counsel from, uh, from Karen and she did release them and that's what her job is. <clears throat> I'm the, uh, the one that finds out this kind of information. Um, <clears throat> not a possession. Kittens did not take over. She invited them to protect them. <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones, but it kind of grows me out. There's a couple here. You're going to go, um, Karen, call me, me up. Real quick, it's not bizarre to me. I had an investigation, and, I, and this is kind of off topic, but it's kind of on topic because people always wonder what they're talking yeah. to when they're out on, you know, out on these things. And yeah. this woman had this cat, and I guess they were upstairs doing an EVP session, the team was, and they picked up this little voice. Uh-oh. Because we were trying to find out what, why there was so, why there were things being knocked over, and all this oh. was going on in this house. And I still have this EVP. It's a Class A, and it's a little voice. Mm. It almost sounds like a little girl, and it says, "I just wanted some attention." Oh well, please, I'm going to be talking about that. The first thing I thought of was, "It's the cat." And my investigators oh. went, "Oh no!" You know, my debunkers, my, my debunkers, right away. Oh no, 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 no! It's not the cat. But if you'd have heard it, it sounded like you would think a cat would sound. I just wanted some attention, like that, almost like a fairy, like a like a like a fairy would say. You you'd be surprised the number of times spirit peoples have told me they don't want to be forgotten. Mm -hmm. And I have an someone in my family who's been showing up for the last fifteen years. <laughs> she wants me to find her grave, and I've got to do this. And they don't want they don't want to be forgotten. And right. I've mentioned her a couple of times on the shows and, um, you know, the cat, we have two cats and they're always wanting attention. They always want to be paid attention to a little, little needy, but if you're going to love them, they, you got to keep it up for their whole life. Oh, yeah. um, this is not the only one that I'm going to talk. I won't bring others up, but this is not the only one that actually had an alien attachment not a possession. There is a difference. And someone, when I talked to somebody about this, we vibrate 
everything has a song to it. If you can remember a tune, a song, if we could put a vibration, I resonate at this level, everything in the universe, spirit people told me once that the music of the universe is what holds it together. And I, I had to think about that. And I guess there's a point that if you're emotionally healthy and grounded and you're okay with yourself, life is so hard, everybody. And what does it do to our vibration? And if we're not in a good space, our vibration gets off, then we get ill. We have strokes, heart attacks because we break. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is true. So what would make us different than any other life form have to be the same as us? I don't know. A silicone life force like was on Star Trek at one time, the old series. Um, is that why, I, is that why uh, when I feel spirit kind, when I'm on an investigation, I feel them as a tingling in my arms. Uh huh. That's uh -huh. how I feel them. And I could tell if it's a male because the male tingle is heavier than a female. Is that that vibration? Um, yep. Yeah, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. There was a. A gal that wrote a book on Embraced by the Light. I think it was. She's Indian. She had wore Indian costumes a lot. Eddie, I think her name was. I'm not sure. She told a spirit kind in heaven and that there's a definition of male and female. That is representative of their last life. You and I, I have seen myself as a male a couple of times, women as a couple of times. But if someone said to me, how do you feel dominant? I would say male only because I'm a strong personality. I like what I do, marketing business. I did in college. I was going to be a teacher. I didn't go that way, but teaching is something I do every day like this. Um, and so a strong personality, people can see me as a, as a male, but I'm not. Um, mm -hmm. So it depends, I think, on the last life they have. I do not think a soul is one or the other. Absolutely not. It's a soul, blank slate. Every time you have a life, no matter where it is, what planet you're on, I've, I've heard over and over and over, the toughest one to kind of have an existence is Earth. Envision mud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we live on a planet of hard life, mud. I don't like that look, but if anybody's stuck their feet in the mud and pulled up a sock on a shoe, a shoe is stuck in the, and all you pull out with your foot with a sock on it. That's our life. It's really hard. It there's is an experience. Of, there's a lot of religions that feel that this this is our that, that we're in hell. That this is it. This is what it is. And then once ah. we're here is where we're in happiness. Because I've heard that like I don't know, from from different people. You know, we're, depends we're on your emotional health. This is where we're playing paying penance here. Um, I'm not going to argue with anybody. I'll never disagree mm -hmm. with somebody. I have mm -hmm. my own thoughts, but why would I ever say no to that? Because that's the truth that somebody else has. Exactly. Um, and so what dreams may come with Robin Williams is Go what ahead. I see and been shown of people mm -hmm. who are in purgatory. It's not a location. It's an ideology bubble. So at the end of the movie, he finds his wife who committed suicide. Um, I'm sorry, everybody. I still I don't know, know how to take out pop-ups. Uh, what? Pop-ups. That wasn't you, honey. It was the pop-ups that I tried to figure out how to get. That I've heard too is that you talk about that that you know what you're talking about right now, and I've also heard with people that don't find God or don't accept God, 
they're the ones that end up in that in, in that in that kind of hollow purgatory area. I can't answer. Mem- Again, you can't answer it, and I can't answer it either. But like I'm like you, who am I to say it's not right if that's what you believe? That's your belief. Um, so I did a meditation early in the 90s, early 90s, 91, 92. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those in the beginning when you try a new, oh, let's try this. And all of a sudden, you, you like a firecracker, you just flare out. Mm-hmm. And I was literally picked up on my body. And these two great big beings picked me up out of my soul, spirit, I guess, took me to the middle of the universe and showed me what they call God. And I took it to be a force, F-O-R-C-E. And the force be with you is as good as the God is with you. To me, it's a force and it's a dominant domino controlling a a time kind of a thing. Um, If there's a entity in the middle of this mass of light, I wouldn't know that, but every culture has a different definition of God Mm -hmm. of their deities are all different. And some don't have a God. They just pray to something that you and I wouldn't recognize, but they have in their mind a divine the divine entity, um, he, she, the diva, the, the force be with you, however you want to call it. I feel like there's something, an atheist who passed over, come back and tell me, tell him I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And in Professor Gary Swartz, I did tell him of a story, what happened to me. And he looked at me blankly and he says, oh my gosh. I said, what? He said, he tested like 13 of us that show, and now he talks about us in his books. And he said two other ladies had the same atheist come to him, come to them and tell them to give a message to Professor Gary Swartz that he, they were, he was wrong. And so there has to be some truth to the bigger story. Mm-hmm. I got to get back on my notes, everybody. Okay, yeah, so sorry. this is... I have a story that can add to that, but go ahead. Yeah, I need to... I got so much here. I got to get going here. So the one I... Who drowned. Just real quick. Pardon me? This atheist who drowned. And you're going to tell it anyway? And, yeah. And he <laughs> claims that he went to hell. That's what they showed him was hell. That was his then, vision. That mm-hmm. was his vision. And then when he came out, he was a believer. Because that converted him. To, that made him believe that there was something, you know, beyond yeah. this, you know. So what, what you see in the afterlife is, is designed for you. Mm-hmm. Like, my vision of what I will see first is a meadow mm-hmm. uh, where I've lived. And that will be my heaven because that's what I like. And a lot of people have different, you have different religious groups so that will see their deity or the Christ figure or something else. And so that's the same as hell. You will go and see what you've been raised to believe. Um, Okay, so what I was getting at, different planetary systems there, we're not the only one. Uh, 14 billion years, we've had a lot of people come and go on our planet three civilizations I can think of, but all other planetary systems have their own unique peopleage. And so this woman came to Karen and Karen called me up and I says, you know, she doesn't tell me anything. Sometimes she'll give me a first name just so I can have all this. <laughs> but it was pink. They was Okay. Oh, you're real uh, choppy. You're real choppy. I want to come back in. Well, it's circling like you just did. I don't know how to. Okay, so there I am. Uh, it was big uh, alien. 
and it looked like a starfish, but it wasn't. You know, when you get up close to a pig and it's that fleshy look, this is what this looked like. Trouble connecting, this is often because of, um, so there's a lot TB on. Um, anyway, it was a big wavy arm, like a starfish, and it was going like this on her back, bigger than her, like this big. And of course, I start screaming, yelling, at, oh my God, Karen, she's got this great big thing on his back and his arms are waving like this and it's hairless and it's textured like a pig skin. It was like, holy tomatoes or a hairless cat like that look. And that's how I knew it wasn't a starfish. And I, I put my mind to the woman because I was given her name and I wrote up today what I had got, I remember getting, I would say she had identity, identity issues and felt she did not belong here out of place, out of time. I've talked about that. We could do a show on that. And her vibration was disrupted, allowing this alien spirit to find a nest for itself. Continuing human alien attachment to happen. This is an attachment. This did not want to go into her, but it found somebody it could attach to vibrationally. And so what I picked up from this is that she wanted to be somewhere else. She didn't want to be on this planet. And so this alien felt that vibration of not belonging because somehow it ended up here mm -hmm. and it felt a similar vibration. Now, how do you get that off? Well, that was up to Karen. <laughs> and I just felt like the out of place, out of time, which I've talked to you about before, everybody, about I also feel that. And now I've come to have a, an idea that us who are very uh, intuitive, whether you believe in it or you want to or not, we're feeling past life and future life existences. It could be that 300 years in the future, she reads up on me, not knowing I'm her. And so she's hooked into me and I may be feeling her and I see where she lives in the future. Not that being a woman is indifferent. She's tall and light haired, but the living quarters is inside a mountain and it's glass in the front and I can see cars flying so is it that I'm part of her and she's thinking of me or is she thinking of me in the past or am I in a past life as a Frenchman that I saw once before and I told you guys about? So out of place, out of time is perfect. This woman felt like she did not belong here. Of the years I've been doing this, only three, three people did I believe were never been born before three times, mother, daughter, and a lady in Placerville. And if you hear this, please give me a call. I'd like to know how you're doing in your life. And these people were um, celestial beings. Mother, daughter came together, gave each other support. And the lady who's involved with a lot of family, a lot of kids all around all the time, organizations. So she joined to do what she needed to do. So it's very amazing. The rest of us all sloppy slobs. I've <laughs> been here many, many times until we get it right. And I'm perfectly okay with that. I, I like life. I almost lost it. Karen also represent, uh, excuse me, Karen also presented a woman with issues and wanted me to clarify or help identify what issues were. I want to be careful not to say too much of this particular situation. This is an animal. This is a strong woman. Um, so you tell me, is this position, possession or was this invited? 
she was a bigger woman, not a five foot, a little bit bigger woman, and slithering through her body, not on the outside, but in her core, was a large snake. Whoa. It was going around their body, in and around, just continual. If I had a snake slithering through me, what would it feel like? Uh, so I spent a few minutes today recapturing what I had told her. And what's odd with me is I'm going to go back over years and present shorts or little snippets on my website eventually. So you guys make sure you keep in touch with me. <clears throat> Slithering through her body was a large snake. I was taken back and theorized that she had multiple organ issues, undefined pain and discomfort. She had a long pattern of body dysphoric issues and needs someone to help her. Client unknowingly was seeking out professional mental and medical care without addressing her true adulthood issues. So when she came to Karen, she had used up all her ideas. The snake was still part of her. So if you have a body dysmorphic issue, meaning you don't like the way you look, uh, you could change everything, but you never feel right. And that has nothing to do with gay trans. It just feels like something is wrong with you a lot of these people are anorexic uh, exercise too much or they're bulimic or things like that they don't feel their body is right there's actually a condition that people can have where they see themselves as dead which is absolutely amazing another one is people who believe their limb is a foreign object needing to come off and these people have actually had amputations done to get rid of that body part that's mm -hmm. not theirs. So the body dysmorphic issue is very widespread and bigger than we've ever. And she had that. She didn't believe herself to be human. She didn't believe herself to, to want to be here like the alien attachment. So when we talk about these things, you guys are going, she's making this up. I, you know what? These stories are so amazing. I not After all these, yes, I like to write and I'm a storyteller. I can't make up these stories, everybody. It's impossible. Who would think of a snake? A hello. And it wasn't a little one. It was a big snake. She allowed it freedom and power to overtake her. And so if you have a snake going through your body parts, can you imagine what she must have been feeling? Oh, tomatoes here. <laughs> Movie, down a dark hall. Full possession and eventually complete takeover. I suggest you watch it. And there's a point when you go, is this an attachment that allows me to channel music from a well-known deceased music performer or a, a wonderful poet? Or am I good at math and physics because I'm channeling somebody else? Or is that person taking over and taking control of your body and arm and you just let it flow through you? Are you a channel, possessed, or attachment? Hmm. I love that idea. So I want you to see the movie. I hope it's not a buy because the last time I checked, it was free. So do Google that. Uh, I'm forgetting what year it was. Um, 10, I just don't know. Down a dark hall. Um, there are those who claim to have all this music and everything from deceased artisans. I just said that. And the other one I want to talk about is the idea of walk-ins, possessions or attachments. A walk-in is a a walk-in isn't necessarily a possession because honey you're not home anymore and I believe that little girl that fell down the stairs 
the person that was there, that was her time to leave. Her body was available. Did a spirit that was the woman in Egyptian, old Egyptian, working uh, part of the Seth, Seth dynasty, did that mm -hmm. one come forward from past life or was that spirit floating around looking for an opportunity? We'll never know those stories. But it was not attachment. It was a complete takeover. An attachment, you are still a, a, a willing host on some level because you're not trying to knock the person off. This was a complete, total possession or walk-in. That became very popular in the early 90s when I became some, I started with Spirit of Grace May 4th, 1990. It was 91, 92 when I heard about a lady in Rockland who believed in walk-ins. <clears throat> And I did already talk about her, uh, the woman I'm talking about, whether she's English or American, I forgot that. Um, didn't have a lot of time to look her up. Uh, she actually left and went to Egypt, found a gentleman there, married, um, changed her name uh, to the Egyptian she once was, um, became an expert on reading the hieroglyphics. And she actually discovered buried um, tombs and artifacts and cities. I actually see myself in a past life as a woman, and I believe I was part of um, SETI's group also, which I found mm -hmm. kind of interesting. Okay, um, I want to go to a place, oops, got to go faster, everybody. I want to go to a place of combining, um, this addresses the issue of a combined two spirits in one human form or a complete takeover. I believe she was taken over, whether she was... Um, walk-in we'll never know because she had passed away 10 15 years ago um what are daily dark hall is free on freeview tv okay if you have a roku you can you can find it on freeview tv uh what about youtube uh no it says I, uh find it as a download on apple tv amazon video google play movies youtube Vudu, microsoft store redbox direct tv so it's only free on freeview tv I'm, I'm sorry about that. I thought it was free. Um, yeah. Now, why don't you let me um, yeah. get through this? I want to talk about very um, the dark side of all this. It wasn't dark enough. <laughs> I'm going to make it darker. The snake, did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the snake wasn't dark enough, everybody. Well, I'll talk about darker. Uh, for this section, I want to obtain a little more information and using my own language, discuss the below. I kind of skirted around. I don't like repeating word for word what I hear on YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. I just wanted um, a flow. And I did find a couple places. And one was talking about Encyclopedia of Religion. I'd actually heard of that before. And I was able to get a PDF of it. And this uh, person did suggest something. So these are my words because I've talked about it for so long. And I, I don't want to take from somebody uh, without giving credit. And I didn't have enough time to put it all together. Spirit possession may be broadly defined as any altered or unusual state of consciousness and allied behavior that is the influence of an alien spirit, demon, or deity. <clears throat> so when we have spirit possession, different than attachment, and I'm going to explain this to you. When you have an attachment, um, I might have mentioned before the woman that Karen had come to visit, when she was talking to her, she got some information. She said, Nancy, I'd like you to tell me about her because it could be difficult. And I said, she feels like a larger lady, taller, and it feels like she's becoming a man. She'll may, you may see her in a suit and a man's hair.
haircut. I said, on her back, and this is kind of like crazy, is a man that shortened up a little bit. His head is in her neck. His shoulders and his chest is in hers. I can see his rump and his legs are going down hers. All I get to see of him is most of his spine and his back. He is submerging himself into her. And, of course, that, there's a much more broader statement to this. She's very, very successful. Uh, company, big wig, just on and on and on. So Karen calls him back screaming at the phone. Oh, my God. She showed up in a man's suit and a, and a haircut that was a butch. She says, I have such aggressive tendencies. And I'm very strong. And she had a lot to talk about. But it was because the attachment was becoming a possession. She was morphing from who she was into what he wants to do as to live his life again. Very difficult case. And I'm not saying the name because I haven't got permission. And Karen is uh, on a business trip. She's coming back today, but I couldn't get hold of her. Um, uh, now I'll kind of word it in different ways. Uh, people who are mentally ill are insane. The acceptance an unconscious willingness to project their religious belief of demons and have that deity as their outlay focus of their mental illness. Tiny totally a little different way of saying. Across uh, all parts of the world, we have all these different religious groups. And you can have a trust in your deity and want to become that deity or somebody part of that deity. And what you do is people who go insane will pick somebody they want to emulate. And so you can have someone that can go insane. What happens when they die? Got it? Mm -hmm. So if you can't bring someone back, then everybody's thinking, oh, my God, I had Uncle Joe that went clink, 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 and he died. Is he going around clink, clinking everybody else? <laughs> I hope not. But a lot of times they don't recover. It takes centuries sometimes. Do they disrupt people's lives? Well, that's what we're talking about, is that we have to help you create a balance and happiness in your life and acceptance of who you are, even if you hate it, and say, this is my choice to be here. I'm going to live this life the best I can and find little gems every day of happiness. Shar and I have kissed that Blarney Stone so many times, mm -hmm. our cat of nine lives. And someone said, oh, you're how old? You just had a birthday. And I says, I am so grateful to be my age. I never, ever dreamed I'd be this old. That's why I changed careers. I left a 24-year career at Pacific Bell Management to do this. I tell people they almost laugh at me. And you know why? Because I was desperate to be happy. Mm -hmm. I, I, got, I became happy. Um, and so a lot of times people will change jobs until they find that happy. I just changed once. I couldn't believe it. 33 years as of May 4th. So I want to go a little further. Uh, now, the spirit of a human who was mentally ill and wanted to be a deity or have super mental or physical powers can also attach themselves to an outwardly mentally healthy individual. Sometimes that can influence you. And that's where we have people say, you know, we need to do intervention. This person has gone off the rocker. This person is doing things they shouldn't. You know, I've never known that guy to steal a car. I've never known anybody to be so full of themselves. They think they can convince us, da-da. 
on and on and on. We need to pay attention. It's not always a mention for the older people, everybody. <laughs> it's like I counsel people's spouses are going loony toony, and it's not necessarily possession. But outwardly, people who have known of family members who are completely off, you got to look at the level of what we call sanity. You need to talk to the person and say, are you happy in your life? What are you doing? Become invested intellectually with that person and see what they tell you. And it's like you have to decide if you're strong enough to help pers that person become the person they've always meant to be. And by changing their vibration, that will dislodge an attachment. A, a spirit cannot stay where they're not invited. And how we live our life and if you're happy or not. And happy is not la 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 la. Happy is I'm content with a per as a person in this world today. I'm grateful to be alive. No, I'm not. I don't have a lot of money. I pay, I pay my money for these <laughs> wall dividers. But I'm happy. And the reason is, is I feel that when you are a service, uh, you help other human beings survive their life. It makes you happier. So I often tell people, uh, donate time. Go to the homeless shelter. Go to a... Um, of shelter for animals, um, help your neighbor, just doing little things like that. I have a gentleman lives next door and he's had a rough life and his mother uh, lost her eyesight. And she, he's been taking care of her and the neighborhood found out that he's handy. Oh my gosh, this man has blossomed into the man he's always meant to be, 56 I think he is. And he's had a rough life. He was admitting to me one day, it's been really rough. And I says, you love your life now? And he says, absolutely, people need me and I'm valuable. So find a way to make these people that you see uh, not quite right, make them feel valuable to the family, make them see their worth. Sometimes that's all it takes. Um, okay. Um, I may repeat myself. If you think of this deceased individual now as a spirit who so wished to be this deity, I did talk about this. Um, they become um, a spirit person and they lose their life as they had it. They don't see themselves human, but when they were insane, they didn't see themselves as human either. They see themselves as grander. And that's really hard to uh, comprehend, especially when they do criminal activity. Uh, Karen and I had a long talk one day when we approached this in the book. How are we going to say, um, a lot of times people say, you know, the person was never violent before. And all of a sudden they killed these people. What, what was that about? What, what happened? What made them go broke? We don't know what makes people un emotionally unhealthy. You cannot prove it in court. We cannot say that every incident is a spirit possession or takeover. We cannot go there. But in my world, if I see somebody, we, and I do believe the universe says, um, Nancy can deal with this person, but not that one. The ones who don't call me and I never find out, then I would not want to talk to them anyway because I'll put it right in your face. And a lot of people can't handle the truth. I had one lady say, you scare me. I go, me? You're kidding. I'm the most gentle person in the world. So as far as I can be. And so vibration is very important. Uh, you resonate. People say to me, um, someone told me about you and I just felt like I had to call you. That's because we resonate at a level that allows our communication to be strong. See what I'm talking about? So those who lose that vibration and get to a lower, those are the ones that are open up for these kind of issues. 
And those that get too low had an attachment of a spirit that was insane or who was a criminal or was a murderer or someone that was insane in that way um, who mentally broke down. Not everybody um, has an attachment. How do we discern the difference? How do we know? If I could color our spirits and say, oh, there's something attached because it's not the same color what you already have on you, it would be amazing. Um, I almost can't stand it sometime. An insane person, I'm trying to follow my notes, everybody, insane person who was Passover of that was violent while alive and chose suicide or execution, someone, they put him to death, is angry at the world and those still living will inflict as much in the world and those in his world. So a spirit man goes into, or woman goes into spirit, angry. He killed himself, suicide because of that anger, couldn't stand it, or was executed. Those people have a lot of mental issues and they will seek out the living to inflict damage because they are angry. Um, and, and those actions can domino. We have to be careful to watch our people and allow that not to happen because their vibration had to be low enough. Depression, uh, bad jobs, family issues can bring that down where these insane people can move in and that pattern can be repeated. I've also often wondered, I would probably go Looney Tunes if I went into a prison. If I turned the switch on so I could see attachments, what would I do? How could I deal with that? especially in that environment. And I do believe that's possible. And I also believe that spirits will jump from one person to another. And I did try to find some clips today. And for some reason, I couldn't find the ones that I was thinking of. And one of them is at dusk. It's another country um, where people have the cameras on everywhere. Uh, and this guy's coming down the hill and you can see an entity jump from him to a man that's walking toward his car. And the one that's left, he goes like this. And the one that's walking towards a car under the, a light on a pole, he has jumped in, this guy jumped into it, and you can see him go the other way. I, I've seen that. I've seen that. That's amazing to me. Um, we are so overtaken by what we cannot see and the influences in our universe all the time. It actually astounds me. I'm a social person for the first 15 years before I got married and um, Larry wanted to move to Arizona and I went, oh, what an adventure. Remember people who have had cancer and I had stage three plus, I was very close to the number four. We want adventure. We want to have change because that's who we are. Oh, I need that. I need a change. And uh, lose my trend of thought, everybody, isn't that awful? Um, well, let me get this back again. What was I saying, Shard? You know, it was possible at court. Jumping uh, I find out it of bodies. Jumping in and out of bodies. So <laughs> I have seen that when I was in California before I went to Arizona. And what I was meant to say to that is I love being social. Um, I entertained a lot and a lot of crowds every weekend. I was East West Bookstore. I was at a psychic fair. I was at a Spirit of Grace on the weekends. I was busy, busy. But I believe it wore me down. And so when I had a chance to move to Arizona, I went, I need a break, you know, because it gets tiring. And um, uh, now that I'm out of that, people like me like quiet. 
and we like not having a bunch of people around us because we keep all our life force to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, I love people, but there's a penalty to pay because people who are needy or in distress, have you heard the word psychic vampire? Those are the people that also can have attachments because their energy level is so low. The vibration is very attractive to spirits who are looking for the same. Mm -hmm. People like me have a lot of energy. I was an athlete almost all my life. So I have like a bubble of like this all the time. And so people like to be around me. I've had people say to me, oh, I feel so good after talking to you. I could talk to you for four or five hours. I've had it all the time. And one young lady in the valley, she just recently connected with me. Charming, charming. And I said, oh, my gosh, I don't have enough time in my life to spend a whole afternoon talking about everything I do. It just can't happen. So it's because of the life force I generate. And, and I tell people, if you get into this, become exercise more. Because our, ex our energy is generated by muscle masses. So now I like quiet, um, more isolated uh, environment. Um, we may not be able, um, we may not be able to talk to this spirit attachment mm -hmm. into a healthy state of passing to pass over. We immediately need to stop the seance or trance and postpone to another day. So I'm talking about, I went over, uh, I forgot a paragraph here. <laughs> if you have a chance to be in a seance or a trance and there is an healthy spirit in there, you will know it. And I tell people immediately stop it. If you feel the vibration of the room shift to a dark sense of itself, you don't want to be part of it because what that means is un unknowingly uh, the medium being of a, a bunch of larger a larger field of energy, an unhealthy spirit. Oh, oh look at there. I'm going to get some dinner. Hey, hey, let's go in there. If it's an unhealthy or insane spirit and that is felt in the room, you got to stop and break it because the spirit will say, oh, wait a minute. It's not so easy now. So they'll move into another, go down the street somewhere else. And I do, I, I did uh, trances and seances early, but I don't find them as easy on me anymore because a lot of times spirits will step into me. And I, I don't particularly like transfigurations. Everybody else does. They think, oh, Nancy, we can see somebody else. Well, they're using me to be able to be projected. And I like control of my own person. Thank you very much. <clears throat> the insane person will move on because being insane and no one to attach to, they'll move out to seek someone else and have it elsewhere. And my last sentence here, we've had a lot of fun with this, and I've done it in 45 minutes. I'd like to have next show uh, will be how not to have these situations happen to you. Now, you know what I'll be talking about is um, clarifying who you are as a human being, your vibration, how to change your vibration, and what does it mean to be happy? There's a lot of us that work jobs, 24 years specific bell. And I did like my position. I did like the ego. I did like the money. But it was not a heartfelt, soul-felt type of work. Only this has been. In service to others has been fulfilling soul-wise. And sometimes we have to figure out, and I know a lot of people talk to me, you may have a job you don't particularly like. But is there a way you could be a service to the people who are there so that you get um, the happiness you desire? You don't always have to change jobs. But when I was sick with cancer at 39, I got divorced at 40. I changed my life in two years after that. 
uh, quit the telephone company, got into this, got into this and then quit the telephone company. 24 years. That's a long time, everybody. Okay, so we did it. I did it. We did. Yay. We did. We did. Talk quick. A lot of topic. A lot. Yes, that was awesome. That was awesome. Well, I, I think I gave you enough to research. I gave you terminology maybe you need to look at. Right. Um, curiosity. It's such a big topic. I could talk about one thing at a time, but what we want to do is an overview to introduce new thought to you. And I hope I did that for you tonight, everybody. Okay. Just remember All that right. movie's free on Freebie. <clears throat> if you have a Roku, you can watch it for free. Okay. Monday. Freebie. Free. free. Spell it. Free V. P R E E V E E T V. Free V. Um, free v. I'm going to go yeah. look for Okay. Via Roku. <laughs> All right, as usual, Sunday is going to be Rain No Evil. That book's getting really good right now. Getting a good, good, good response from Facebook and TikTok people on that. I mean, it's starting to, it's starting to really you know, kick in. Uh, just for the people on the Patreon, I figured out what happened with the last video, which is why it aired on public last night. Um, there was a, I don't know, something went wrong with it. It did something to it or something, but it ended up out of uh, normal video formatting. And it shouldn't have happened, but it did. So I don't know what was going on. Unfortunately, I had a backup. Next week, Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm going to be releasing another video on the Patreon. And it is going to be the Tinkerbell video. So you guys will get to watch that two, a week to two weeks ahead of everybody else. And get, get to know, know Gina Rock, you know, the longest uh, tenure Tinkerbell. So I'm going to be releasing that video. I'm going to be working on it this weekend. Now, again, we talked about Sunday being Rain No Evil. Monday... We have a return guest. His name is David Oates, and David Oates specializes in reverse speech analysis. Oh, fun! But he's got a new bunch of stuff that he's doing, and he's, he is—he has studied the Apollo moon landings, and he has done reverse speech analysis on the astronauts. And some yeah. of the results of this are pretty eye-opening. Um, and and one that I know of for sure was that they did come in contact with aliens. And I see a cat back there. They did come in contact with aliens while they were on the moon. Because when they reversed the speech, <coughs> they comment about it. I so love that stuff. Fun, it's going to be a fun day to love it. with David Oates. Uh, so that'll be 6.30 p.m. on Monday. Now, I am going to be teaching the second part of the protection class. I'm going to set up a date for that for everybody. I want to go ahead and announce that. And I also have a, a makeup class I have to do for Susan and somebody else from way back when I wasn't feeling well. So we're going to get that taken care of and scheduled as well. So I haven't forgotten about anybody that, you know, that, 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 that I owe classes to or anything like that. It's just been a wild life. You know, what a lot of people don't realize is how much work this is and, and the fact that I lose track of time. I mean, like, somebody will say, okay, can you do this? Or call somebody, I'll be, okay, okay, fine. Next thing I know, it's four months later. Because that's yeah. just how busy I get with it. You know, it's, it's an old day. Like, like, like that video, for example... Was supposed to be done by by, by three o'clock and have everything uploaded. I worked twelve hours that day, just trying to figure out what the heck was wrong with it. So that's that, mm -hmm. that's how it is. Okay, you see that thing down at the bottom, and this is just you know so, so, something we do. We're uh, California Haunts is a nonprofit, and so if you could help me out a little bit, uh, you know I don't want to do this all the time with the shows, but if you could help me out a little bit, uh, do, donate a little bit to help us pay the bills and keep the lights on, as they say, that would be great. I would appreciate it. Also, if you like the show, and like we talked about earlier, if you like the show and you haven't done so already, share it with people you know. Share it with five people. If everybody shared this show with five people, and those five people liked it and shared the show with five people, 
the word would really be spreading. And it is, and, and, and every month, you know, the numbers show that that it, that it is working. But we got to keep that up. You know, there's no point stopping that. So that's why I have decided to put a goal on within this week to next week to have 700 um, subscriptions on YouTube because we're getting yeah, close. that's getting that'd, close that'd be that fabulous. Time. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm getting really excited about that. So I'll be making some more announcements over YouTube on the community page. And there's going to be still a lot, you know, a lot coming up, and, and there's a lot of plans out. Karen Clark and I are currently working on putting together a show for TikTok that we can do, and so we're going to be working on that. And I'm going to try and inter- integrate some Facebook stuff too with that, just like I do when I read the book, to see if we can't integrate it all. But I'm trying, just, I'm trying to work the details. Otherwise, we're going to have a couple shows that we're doing on TikTok. One, one will definitely be readings. And the other ones, we're going to be telling, you know, different uh, ghost stories and experiences that we've had and other people have had. And I'm even going to start critiquing videos of people that that, that turn videos in and saying that, that, that they filmed a ghost. I'm going to start taking a look at those and critiquing those. As I well. love those. And yeah. some dual stuff, yeah. So I'm going to be doing that as well. So everything is slowly but surely coming together, you know. And uh, we're going to get the website back up here towards the end of the month. So... Busy, 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 busy. And there is a ghost hunt we're trying to schedule. The, the client, uh, her husband is ill, so she's trying to work around that, and that's the delay with that. So we're going to, in fact, we're going to have a ghost, two ghost hunts in the same city. So that's Ooh. coming. Up. So for the team members, Auburn? Just, just bear that in mind. Auburn, yeah. Yeah. And for those of you listening, this is a cool opportunity because remember a, couple, a year or so ago, I took you guys out to the set, to a cemetery to, to learn how to use the equipment and all that ghost hunt stuff. Well, that was just a fun one, right, to, to get your hands on. This time, when we do this residential, I'm going to take three people on each case with me that aren't on the team for training because we are looking mm. for team members right now also. So for $50, for $50, I'll take you out there with me, and, and you can learn hands-on at a residential investigation how we do things and how to use the equipment. So that's the new twist on it. So... I'm going to try and set up a date for that. But like I said, it's, it's kind of slow because of what's going on. So just bear with me. And uh, things are coming together. It's coming together. It's summer and it's coming together. Okay. Now, without further ado, Nancy, you have any what? parting wis- words of wisdom? <laughs> I've had a lot of fun tonight. Thank you, everybody, for showing up. Give us a thumbs up. Yeah. Yes. And be and sure next to visit week. us. Yes, next week. And next week. <laughs> What do you want to talk about next week? Throw that out there. We're going to talk about how not to become a spirit that's insane. How go. not to attach to other people. Though, I have a best friend in Oregon, uh, Portland, Oregon, and we both decided when we pass over, who will we haunt? But we're not going to be insane. We're not going to, don't go into spirit. I have to point out, you know, all of this is so entertaining. And you're talking about, oh, this and that, spirit investigations. How many really stopped and thought, well, we're talking of my life also. There is no death. It's so interesting to think how it's so um, unfortunate because I want to spread the word that it's amazing to me. I say it word too often, but it is. It's just like, wow, how old am I? Oh, I love that. I lived this long. Yeah. Well, clearly, I'm not meant to go yet. And the word that we do survive is the ultimate gift. And now is- let's know that. And now let's pass from this life to that one emotionally healthy. So you can take advantage and have the fun that I've seen other spirits have. That is an amazing statement. I want to drive people nuts with moving objects. That's my thing. 
<laughs> well, Karen and I have talked about who we going to haunt first. <laughs> Where's those wind chimes? <laughs> I'm sorry. Just like my dad, you know, he would give me these Christmas gifts. His worst nightmare was that he had to A, put them together, and B, that they would make noise. Yeah. So there's my goal in the afterlife. I want, I want, I want to do the Christmas gifts that make noise, you know, to just to annoy people. Right? I'm a burden to my family. In the middle of the night, have. Especially when they got to get up there. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay. So visit us at uh, youtube.com forward slash California Haunts Radio, and you will see that we have more than six hundred videos. Oh, that's such a graphic! I forgot the name. More than six hundred videos. Uh -oh. there. I put them in categories so you guys can find them easier. Now, what I forgot to mention was Wednesday was our two hundredth show. It will season. be our two hundredth. No, it was. We passed it. Oh, that's why. <laughs> That was our 200th show. We are right currently on our 202nd show for the season. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. For the year? For the year. Mm -hmm. It feels like it. <laughs> but I mean, it's a fun show, so I enjoy it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it, obviously. So, yeah. So, I just want to mention that. And uh, maybe, maybe they actually can blow, blow out candles next week or something. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> Monday will be, Sunday and Monday will be here before we know it. So, uh, I'll see you guys on Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific or Monday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific with David Oates and all that good stuff. And just remember, go ahead and visit us at, you can find us here on Facebook, everywhere. Just type in California Haunts Paranormal. Share me. Also, um, yeah, you can also find me. Shall we have a terrible. Like, huh? You're frozen. Oh. Um, talk slower. It's really hard to understand that connection is very, very poor. You can also find. There you are. You can also find me on uh, Instagram at ghostygal, all lowercase. We're looking, I'm looking for followers there. Uh, TikTok, we are California Haunts. Uh, Twitter, we are Cal Haunts. And I believe on Twitch, we're Cal Haunts. I'm trying to remember all these things is insane. So you can check us out over there. And don't be afraid of TikTok. It's all good. It's all good. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Well, say all goodnight right. to all these lovely people in our room. There was quite a quite a group tonight yes including uh, western australia yeah kelly's here with us tonight so kelly's here it's uh, on Maurice's here kelly's here yeah uh let's see I'm gonna susan here. susan's here so we've had quite quite a bunch coming through and for all of you that don't want to come in the chat room and you were listening thank you for doing so i really appreciate it okay i'm going to give you nancy's info and we're going to close it off tonight it's friday enjoy your kids enjoy your meal do or whatever it is you're going to do this weekend, I will see you all on Sunday. Okay, here we go. Who's got the button? Ah. <laughs> Too many bloody Good buttons night. in my life. Good night, everybody. It's been fun. <laughs> there we go. And boom. Okay, websites. NancyMats.com. That's old lowercase. NancyMatsAuthor.com with the N, the M, and the A capitalized. YouTube.com forward slash NancyMatsPsychic. The N, M, and P is capitalized. Book. Help. Get me out of this funk. Nancy Matt. Two worlds. Developing your second skills. Nancy Matt. And the unwilling sacrifice. Guess who? Nancy Matt.
<clears throat> and of course, you can get those at Amazon. All right, once again, I will see you on Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Pacific for Rain No Evil. And I'm telling you, this book is starting to take off. And it's starting to do some some really creepy stories coming out of those, that, that poor woman's life. Boy, it's, it's just, I had nightmares the other night over it. Okay? So I'll see you, and have a great couple days. <laughs>